Gets open for three. Dagger! The kick in, here it comes. Swing and a miss! And a World Series Game 7 winning Curly W is in the books! Washington Capitals are the 2018 Stanley Cup champions! You like that? You like that? I like that. You gotta like that, right? My approval ratings keep going up. Sorry to keep you waiting, complicated business. Stevie, every time, every single time we watch that video, you giggle at the same part every single time. I love that intro. You're sleeping on the intro, man. The intro is everything. The intro is everything. My name is, well, my name is Steve. My name is Joe. His name is Steve. Razzle's sitting in on mic three as well. I wish. Sometimes I do wish, Steve. Sometimes I do wish. This is the week one preview show. Washington football team, LA Chargers. We have a lot to discuss, boys. We did just finish recording. What it feels it feels like minutes ago, but it was about an hour ago. The entire season preview, but for right now, we're digging into specifically week one. And if I may remind you from the book of bets, I have them winning, Razzle has them winning, and Stevie has them losing. So, Stevie, I'm going to you first. Why are they going to lose this game? Uh, I mean, I think this is a typical game that we lose. Everyone's hyped up beginning of the season. AFC team comes in with a quarterback that is only getting better. Last season, he, he proved he belonged. Justin Herbert is going to be a superstar in this league. I think he's going to give our defense fits. I fits, no pun intended, but unlike oh, you, you guys, said fits. You said I don't fits. think I don't think fits is as good as you all think he's going to be. I think our offense has is going to struggle, and I think our defense. Uh, I think it's, it's, it's going to be a close game, but I think Justin Herbert can make some plays. Again, we struggle with those mobile quarterbacks who can get out of the pocket, make some plays, extend the play. I think the Chargers are going to win week one. Listen, I'm big on Justin Herbert. I think, I think you'd be – I mean, unless you didn't watch a second of last season altogether, he, he, he's going to be awesome, and he's going to be awesome for a long time. And the Chargers are lucky to have him. They had Phillip Rivers for a long time. I mean, he's he's a better version of Philip Rivers. I mean, we'll see. Like, he's their guy for a long, long time. And I know it, it's come up on the podcast from time to time. Would you rather have Chase or Justin? And I think even though we love Chase, it, it's a foolish argument. You're going to take the quarterback 100 times out of 100 because once, once you're set at that position, you are good to go for a long, long time. And the Chargers are going to be good to go for a long, long time. But I have them winning the game for the exact ex- exact same reason, actually, that you have them losing. I think this defense is going to be challenged, and I think they're up to this challenge. I don't think there's enough firepower on the Chargers. I think there's some there's some interesting skill position players, but this roster is old. They actually remind me of Washington from a couple years ago, right, with a, a younger guy under center, some older pieces at receiver, a question mark slash Swiss Army knife. Austin Eckler is a, is a really good running back. I think he's going to have a, a fantastic fantasy like run, like fantasy season, but this isn't fantasy football. And, and that offensive line is good, but it's not great. That defensive line is average, maybe slightly above average. That defense really shouldn't scare Fitzpatrick too much. I mean, Fitzpatrick has played for more than half the, half the teams in the league, Stevie. I, I, think, I think there's going to be enough offensive firepower to get past that Chargers defense. And I think, yeah, maybe it won't be a blowout. Most games in the NFL aren't. But they should win this game. They should win this game. And I see Razzle giving me the, the thumbs up here. Like, Razzle, you got them winning as well. Give me two reasons why they win this game. 
I think the defense, and I'm. This is the first time I've said this. A number of times. I think we have a number of weapons on on the offensive side of the football. Antonio Gibson, second year. This is the second year of the Scott Turner offense. Uh, we got a couple of new weapons on on the receiving side with uh, with Humphreys coming out of the slot and Curtis Samuel. I'm excited about the. Well, I mean, offense. Curtis Samuel. I, I don't think we can talk about Curtis Samuel until we actually see him take you know game reps because. Big, big question mark there. Big, big, big question mark. But, but hey, Logan Thomas. I mean, he, he had a monster season last year. He just got his new contract. I think the offense is going to be surprisingly good in the in the first half of the season. Um, if you know, we all know Fitzpatrick is streaky. So let's. I think week one we'll catch him on a good day. I think the 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 weapons that we have on offense and, and the defense being solid. I think we're we're definitely you're underplaying this defense. Washington defense is going to be spectacular. Stevie's the only person in Washington that thinks that they're they're they've regressed somehow from last season. And I know Ryan Kerrigan. Ryan Kerrigan was his backup quarterbacks last year. The number of backup quarterbacks they faced last year. They had a cupcake schedule, and they were a top five defense who will regress to a top ten defense. I I don't know. I don't know why you harp on this. You harp on this constantly. They were they're NFL caliber quarterbacks. No, no. Yeah. Well, I don't understand. I don't understand. You you make it sound like we were playing against Dwayne Haskins. None he of was us on our can team name, sucking it up. None of us can name one backup on this defense. Okay, they are one injury away from whoever coming in at DB, whoever coming in at middle linebacker. We're relying on a rookie very mid, middle linebacker. Your your, your politics yeah. is ruining your sports. Bring, Let me just bring, tell bring, you. bring in someone who bring in the Chargers guy so he can uh, clarify <laughs> let me give this you, for let me, let me give you let me give you a couple things here. You just calm down over there. All right, look, a couple things to, to start this off. Washington hasn't opened at home. Uh, this is sorry. This is the first time that they've opened at home two seasons in a row. Uh, I think going back to the 2010 season, and obviously they won last year in game one. This will be really. I, I think they can do it, which will be the first time. I think since 2015 that they've opened one and zero. I mean, just it's been a long time, but I think they've got a shot here. Um, I think it's the first time we faced the Chargers in how many seasons? Anybody? Anybody? At least four. Yeah, we'll it, it's been four years. Yes, it's been it's been a while for sure. We did open the season against them. I'm looking at some historical facts here. We opened against them in 2001, which I mean that's literally two decades ago. I don't know. That why was a Marty year. Like that, but. Terry Allen. That yes, that 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 is correct. But all time, Washington is seven and four against the Chargers. All time, Washington five and one against the Chargers at home. So historically, this bodes well. I don't really care about any of those numbers. I, I think people that get into the numbers and like the, I mean, yes, the, the podcast called "Defeating the Curse." Yes, yes, yes. But this is a completely different team, obviously, than the Chargers from twenty years ago. Although I think was 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 Rivers. No, it was Breeze. It was Breeze back in 01. But regardless, regardless. The numbers are the numbers. This team is good enough to beat the Chargers in week one. They should. And Stevie, I think you're sleeping on the fans being back at FedEx. You know, yes, there will be some protests. I know. Look, we know there will be some protests because some of our idiot friends will be out there actually doing the protesting against Snyder and the whatever, right? This is the the first opportunity for fans to really voice and and direct their displeasure at the ownership of this team and let them do it. The guy guy resigned. His wife is running the show. What is there to protest? Regardless, there's going to be fans in the building. And you and I know from years of going to games there, which I won't do anymore, that, place that it does dump. make a difference. It no, should make a that difference. That place is a dump, which has the worst. It's a home dump field with new grass. Sports. It's a dump okay. with new grass. Okay. 
It's a dump with new grass in the middle of nowhere, Maryland, where nobody wants to go. But I think if the weather cooperates, it should be a nice atmosphere for a game. It should be nice. It will be. It should be nice. Fans will be excited to be in the stadium. Fans will be excited. This is a team that went to the playoffs, Stevie. This is a team that went to the playoffs. This is a team that went to the playoffs. Like this is, they should be, they should beat the Chargers. And I'll even, I'll even go as far as say, if they cannot beat the Chargers, and my prediction of them going 12 and five is going to be really, really in doubt because these are the games, these are the games that they got to win. These are the games that they have to win. This is, it's a good team, but it's not a great team, right? This isn't, this isn't the Tampa Bay Bucks. This isn't the Packers who I'm down on. Like the, the Chargers are kind of like the football team of the AFC kind of, right? Well, you know, only thing I care about is offensive line. And I'd be really curious, Chargers have, Four new starters on the offense line. And this is something we can ask our buddy, uh, the Chargers guy, when he comes in. But, uh, I mean, the quarterback ain't nothing without that offensive line. They got a new left tackle uh, that, that they drafted, young kid, uh, supposed to be their left tackle uh, franchise guy. So I, I'm curious to see that. I mean, I haven't watched the preseason games. So I don't know how, how they've done in preseason. But the question is, how are they going to hold up and protect uh, Justin Herbert? And that's why I think – Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to struggle because our left side of the line oh, get is off so Fitzpatrick's weak. Fitzpatrick's balls, man. He's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. I'm talking about Jay Leno. I'm talking about Jay Leno. The, you really want Jay Leno as your left tackle. Okay. You know what West happens You know what happens side. when the left side of the line is weak? You don't go that way. You just run to the right. Okay? Yeah, go the I, other you, way. Have you, have you ever the seen way. the movie The Blind Side? Have you ever seen that movie? Do you realize that they took in the kid because he was so valuable? The white guy the one with the uh, Adam kid? Sandler playing a prison ball? The one that's always on TBS? Hey, don't sleep on the longest yard and the bike. Come on, guys. Get your football movie straight. By the way, by the way, un- completely unrelated to sports. I-, I know you're a big HBO wire guy. I'm sure, you know, RIP Omar. R. I. P. Well, yeah. you know, I-, I-, I restarted watching Boardwalk Empire. Don't sleep on Boardwalk Empire because he was awesome as Chalky. Yes, you- you're right. You're right. I- and I don't know where really where to go from here. So we'll just pivot right back into football from there. Razzo, give me one player to watch this week. Uh, Stevie, I'll ask you the same. And then we will take a, a quick break and then bring in our buddy Lucas Reyes at Sugar Free Lucas, uh, who covers the Chargers. And we'll, 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 we'll ask him and help. Hopefully, he can help us get more acquainted. But give me one player to watch on the Washington football team this weekend, Razzle. You know, I'm excited to see Antonio Gibson. I think he's going to have a Damn monster. It, that was mine. Shit. I, Let me find the rest. No, of I'll, give you one, I'll give you one on the offensive side. I'm going to start with Antonio Gibson. But on the offensive side, it, it's definitely him. Um, I'm, I think he's going to have a monster year. He's going to have a monster fantasy season. I know you passed up on him uh, in your fantasy draft earlier this week, Joe, uh, but he's the one who I'm excited to see on offense. From a defensive side, I'm excited to see the rookie linebacker, um, J- Jamin Thomas. Um, sorry, Jamin Davis. Sorry. <laughs> what, you got baby crawling on your lap or something? What's going on? <laughs> Everybody forgive Razzle. He's got newborns everywhere. I had newborns, yeah. I just I'm making sure she stays quiet so we get the show going. Um, Stevie, give getting... me one to watch. I think Scary Terry's going to have a big season. I think Terry McLaurin, I mean, he was having dink and dunk Alex Smith throw the ball to him these last couple of years. I think he's got Fitzpatrick and stretch the field. I think the whole NFL, the same way Major League Baseball is seeing what they got, what we got in Trey Turner, the same way. Uh, everyone's seeing the superstar that Trey Turner is. I think Terry McLaurin, everyone's going to see the superstar that we have here in D.C. Other question I'll give you on the defensive end, uh, or the defensive side is uh, the DPs. I want to see the, the newest addition. I want to see William Jackson 
you know, a hyped free agent come in. I want to see if he can cover uh, uh, some of these, you know, Keenan Allen. The, the defense, I know you're, you're kind of – you're sleeping on them, but I, I'm going to keep saying it, man. Like, this team, the defense got better. Even with the, the net loss of Kerrigan, Kerrigan brought a lot of leadership to the locker room. They're not lacking that anymore. Like, when he, when he was – think about how bad that defensive unit was when he was originally drafted. Right, he had to kind of step in and be the guy, be the be the vocal leader in the locker room, and be the guy on the field. In the last couple of years, he he didn't need to even if even though he was, he he didn't need to be that guy in the locker room anymore because the locker room is full of, I mean, high character guys, which we haven't had here in Washington in a long time. That defense is full of them. You know, I'm an Ionitis guy. I'm excited to see him finally back on the field. I think that front line plays better when he's healthy. And that it frees up, it frees up Allen and, and Payne to go do other things than just try to clog the middle. He's really good at it too. Like I'm, I'm a huge Ionitis guy. I think, I'm, he, again, he's the unsung hero of the defensive unit. He's never gonna, he's never gonna, you know, wow you with the stats. But as he goes, that entire that defensive, you know, six, seven, eight, it's a really good unit. We're gonna miss Kerrigan for sure, but I, I think the defense is gonna be fine. And, and I, honestly, I'm with Razzle. I want to see how they run the ball. I want to see how Washington can run the ball because last year they used Gibson in a very peculiar manner. They, they really, they relied on McKissick in, in the short yardage and the, uh, you know, for the, a lot of the dinking and dunking. And there was a lot of that, but Gibson should be able to, you know, I, I'm thinking he should average somewhere around 80, 85 yards, maybe, you know, half a touchdown. A he should game. be a three down somewhere. back. He should be a goal yeah, he line should back. Be. He, he should be. I mean, and again, the, the, I think they're going to run a lot of jumbo package to get some of that help because the left side of the line is a little bit weaker, blah, 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 Steve, Steve, Steve. Hey, Leno. I think, I think they're going to be okay. I think they're going to be First okay. season without Morgan Moses. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of departures. Yeah. Where, where did Moses sign? I mean, I, I know everybody goes to the Bills, but he didn't go to the Bills. No, he, he didn't. Went to Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. I, I mean, this team is going to be okay. I, I'm a big Fitzpatrick guy. He doesn't have to be spectacular. He's not, he doesn't even have to be, you know, fits magic. He just, as long as he's not tragic, right. As long as he's not, uh, you know, reckless with the ball, I think you'd be okay. And, and frankly, if this team can get Curtis Samuel on the, on the field, this offense is really good. That's a lot of freaking that that's a left side receiver, a right side receiver. There's options through the middle. There's, I mean, there's a lot of talent. I, I agree. There's a lot of talent on this offensive side of the ball that, you know, isn't going to get a lot of, a lot of hype, but that's okay. That's okay. There shouldn't be a lot of hype around a week one Washington football team versus Chargers, uh, you know, matchup. But these teams are kind of similar in that they, they're always interesting. They, they appear to be competitive, and then something happens, and they kind of fall off halfway through the season. Then the fan base kind of goes quiet. You know, the difference, obviously, the Chargers are playing in one of the nicest stadiums. The, the Washingtons are playing in one of the oldest and not nicest stadiums. I think the crowd being there, Steve, is going to make a difference too. I, I know you're down on the crowd, but I think people will show up. This is a playoff team from last year. I think they're going to show up and support them. Morgan Moses watch this on Jack. CBS. What about CBS? On, uh, this is, am I watching this on CBS because it's freaking charging? Yeah, this is a CBS game. This I got to watch CBS the – I got to see the Blazers with Nance and Billy yes, Packer. Yes, we get the Blazers. We don't get them very often. I mean, look, they keep it fancy over on CBS. But look, I want to take, I want to take this opportunity here. Let, let's pause real quick, boys. Let's talk about – the ultimate football fan podcast. We are welcoming in here, Lucas Reyes. He's coming in uh, right now. He's going to join us in just a moment at sugar-free Lucas. You can find him on Twitter. We're going to take, um, you know, we have questions coming in on, I'm seeing some come through on Facebook. So we'll, we'll ask him some of these questions, but Lucas, 
I got to ask, man, like this is obviously you're listening. You're sitting here listening to us talk about our team here in Washington. We think this team is going to do some some big things in the NFC. I, I personally have them winning 12 games. I think they, they will compete and win the NFC East. I think they're good enough to win one or maybe even two playoff games as well. So before we talk about the Chargers, what do you think about the Washington football team? You, you literally couldn't be any further away from D.C. being in Southern California, but give us your take on our team from where you sit. Oh, well, first off, thanks for having me on the show, guys. But as far as Washington football team, we've had so much love for them on the podcast. Uh, I'll, I'll share with our power rankings. So we power rank them as number 10. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, we, we think their defense, we wouldn't be surprised if they end up with the number one defense or top five, at least. I don't think anyone would be surprised if every, at the end of the season, all said and done, right, uh, their top five hanging around in there, no one, would be, no one would be surprised. And that's the reason why I have a Washington football team winning this game, and I'll, I could break that down in a little bit, but the front seven's insane. I don't think there's a better front seven group. Uh, I like... Hold on one second. Re- Steve, are you listening? Steve, are you listening? Uh, I mean, I've is your, is your smile Lucas blocking off, your right? ears? Just keep listening. Totally, totally written Lucas off. Keep going, Keep going, keep going. Tell, tell Steve why he's wrong. Go, go ahead. Steve, I, I'm sorry to break your heart. You actually, I love your energy on the show. Uh, um, but... <laughs> Washington, uh, the only thing I'm really um, scared about and skeptical is, is just Fitzpatrick, right? I think you guys definitely have the weapons on offense. It's just his volatility and what kind of version you're going to get. Everyone seems to just write off like Scary Terry is going to have an amazing year because of Fitzpatrick. And I, that's the one thing I'm just concerned about. And his matchup against this Chargers defense, I'll say he can do it. Um, the, the Chargers have so many question marks. Like everyone has to live up to expectations especially on that defense, especially with Brandon Staley coming in. And uh, there's there's a lot that I would say might be working against them, right? They don't have another pass rusher besides Joey Bosa, right? Melvin Ingram, their biggest guy left, and he didn't ever have it one sack last year. So uh, there's protection there. There's going to be time there for Fitzmagic, and this game's going to be a good one. I think it's probably one of the better games of week one. I think people should be looking out for that. And just be careful, Washington fo- football team fans, because things change throughout the seasons. Don't be too hyped by winning the Chargers, because I think the Chargers will bounce back um, in a big way. But you guys, I think you guys could definitely win the NFC East. I'm a big fan. Who do you think could challenge them in the NFC? I, I just, I'm, I just want to get your. So we, we, we did the, our entire season preview, and we basically came up with one and a half teams that we, we can pencil in for sure from the NFC, and that was really the Bucks and maybe the Seahawks. That you know, between the three of us, between myself, Razzle, and Steve, we agreed. Oh, that, those are that was teams. you guys. I had a couple more teams that you guys. Yeah, well, you, they were they were terrible, on. so I'm I'm not going to mention them. But I L.A. Mean, Rams. The, okay, you had the Rams, and I think we I think you also had the Packers, and I, and I think most yep. people are down on the Packers. You're the only one that's still riding the Aaron Rodgers train. But this team should be good enough to finish potentially as high as three in the NFC. Ooh, that's that's tough. I, I still believe in the Packers a lot. Um, I still believe there in you the go, Niners. Lucas. I like the Niners a lot. Uh, there you go, Lucas. Oh, oh. Yeah, look, there, there's look. The, how is people not liking the Niners, right? I think that was the right pick with Trey Lance. I think we're going to see him sooner than later. Um, look, he's, they're just saving in his back pocket. He, they haven't even confirmed who's starting yet, but we all know I think it's Jimmy G right now. It's going to be Jimmy. Yeah, Lance has that finger issue, but I wouldn't be surprised if Lance comes in and, and really just shakes things up. They're, they're a fun team to watch. They have so many players coming back from injury. Um, they're going to give – they're going to give the seeding some problems. The NFC West is insane. I could see any of those teams going into the playoffs, but I, I, I like Washington football team, their chances for sure because of, of the seven seeding. 
So t- talk hey, to us a little bit about the Are we going to ask him about the team that we brought him on well, for? That's what I'm doing. You just, you just keep listening to what he's saying. I hope you're learning I'm something saying, about I'm our try, football I'm team. trying to learn something about the Chargers. I think so well, we you, need to learn, you need to learn about Washington, too. Lucas, talk to us about the Chargers, because this is a this is an interesting team. It's, a, it's an interesting team. You know, we can skip over Justin Herbert. I mean, we all got love for him. But talk to us about the rest of this. I mean, Austin Eckler... He, I mean, from a fantasy perspective, everybody wants to draft him. He touches the ball a ton. He's a super talented. I mean, he's he's really talented. But I mean, I, the the receivers look really old. They, again, they look a lot like Washington receivers from about three or four years ago. Just really old. Keenan Allen is an old dude. You know, and, and Mike Williams, I think, is even older. And I know there's. I mean, I'm assuming everyone's hyped up for Josh Palmer. I mean, everybody should be hyped up for Josh Palmer. Yeah. Okay. I'll talk about the receiving core real quick. So Brandon Staley said a couple of weeks ago that it's probably one of the deeper wide receiving rooms in the whole league. He, he said that confidently and he said that maybe they're the best. And they, they ended up cutting uh, Tyron Johnson from their 53 man roster, who was like kind of a safety outlet for Herbert last year. There'd be long bombs to um, Tyron whenever Herbert was under pressure. You'll see that in his highlights. The fact that they cut him in a year where Herbert didn't have an offensive line and it was his rookie year, all that drama, all that mess. And things pointed up to players like Tyron to have an even bigger year to say that um, to cut him and be happy with that move. And, and, you know, the wide receiving core, I think there's a lot of players that could step up. So Josh Palmer, for sure. Um, And then Austin Eckler, I'll say that he could be like a Christian McCaffrey type running back. I think he's gotten better over the years. I I think that's his ceiling for sure. I think he's just as strong, maybe the strongest running back out there. Um, He's gotten better running through between the tackles over the years. He used to be just like a passing, passing down back, but he's really, everything so it all just comes down back to the trenches though the offensive line and you guys talked about it earlier the rematch between Slater and Chase Young that's gonna be fun to watch because um, Slater neutralized them in college so I'm banking on that but the NFL is a whole different thing and along with the other three uh, new additions to the Chargers offensive line the, they got Corey Lindsley which a lot of people say is the best center in the whole league so I'm glad that ha- that's something for Herbert to have because you know center and quarterback connection is just so key. So I hope he has that for a long while. And then they also got Ode Abushi from the Lions, who had a great uh, year as guard, and also Filer from the Steelers. And Balaga is another Packer there that they got two years ago. So we're just hoping this, this is the right combination for the Chargers finally, right? Because they've been trying to figure this out. Tom Telesco, their GM, been trying to figure it out for years. And he's wait like third round draft picks, high round draft picks. It's just not panned out. First round draft picks, DJ Fluker. Um, so we're banking on big time that this, this is the unit. Because if not, it might be disgusting for Washington football team just running all over and hitting uh, Justin Herbert, which I don't want to see. And I remember like week one last year when like there are pictures of Washington just destroying the Eagles in week one. So that's my concern because the li- the line, everyone assumes the Chargers line is going to be good. But, you know, the, f- the product on the field, they're the Chargers still. So I, I don't want to like guarantee and assume that. Well, well, Lucas, you're back in my good graces because you've been talking O-line. Okay. That gets me sliced anytime we talk about the O-line, but, uh, I, I want to go back to Justin Herbert because I, I don't think we, we did in, in, enough justice uh, to this really potential superstar caliber player. I mean, year two, I mean, is is there could be a regression or he could take that next step. So what are you looking for in terms of the progression of his game, whether it's the physical aspects, the mental aspects? What are San Diego fans? What, what do you think the organization <laughs> is looking for? From a progression standpoint, what are they trying to turn him into? Damn, really, that's, what is his ceiling? Yeah, that's a really good question, right? Um, it's tough because he he made all the right decisions last year. That's what I feel like. Um, second best quarterback under pressure, right behind Mahomes. And I think the question is like, okay, well, if you're trying to look at progression, like whose other players that you would say are better than Justin Herbert? I don't 
personally, I don't think that's a long list. I think it's very short. So I'm, I'm maybe that's a little bit of bias, but I don't know what else he could really, really improve on. But except winning games, we just finally have to win games, right? You could have all these flashy stats, but the biggest thing is just to win them. Um, so do, do you think just finding do you think out that formula? Five, do you think there are five quarterbacks better than Justin Herbert in the league? If there are, I can't name them right now. I mean, I, I don't ballsy, know. I, Lucas. I think, uh, yeah, it's ballsy, but some of the things, like one thing Keenan Allen said in the offseason was uh, he said it on the Rich Eisen show, I think, or no, Pat McAfee, I think. Uh, he said, you know, Justin Herbert doesn't know what he's doing yet. And I think he meant that, like, he doesn't realize, like, the level of play he's just intuitively playing at. So that gets me excited. He's athletically a freak. He's strong. Uh, just we got to find a way to win games. Stevie, I think that's kind of a weird question, though, right? Because Oh, maybe there's... one thing is just pre-snap adjustment, but that's very nitpicky, you know. The, we'll see how this offense comes out. I mean, there's, there's probably five better quarterbacks, but there isn't five that you would rather have. No, no. Right? I, I, did I ask that? <laughs> I, I just said you, I... five quarterbacks today. He's going into the season. He's talking like he's the second coming of, 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 of Montana over there. So I just I want mean, to see. I mean, you, you wish he was here in Washington, too. Do, 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 can we do a quick one? Is he better than Josh Allen? Lucas, yes or no? Oh, I'm going to say no. Josh Allen right has now. Come on. Yeah. Okay. No. So I, I could name five quarterbacks that are better than, than Justin Herbert today. I just want to see what my San Diego. But there isn't five that you would rather have. LA, LA. I did. I did LA. Yeah, see, there's one. Put it in the book. I love it. I love <laughs> Put it in the book. <laughs> Razzle. No, no, no. Not would rather have five quarterbacks today, this Who? season, that'll be better Who? than Justin Herbert. Rogers, Brady. Rod- oh my God. Rogers. Oh, there you go. We're going back to Green Bay now. Oh. Are you kidding me? Kind of you know that on, I mean, I, when I brought up Green Bay I'm earlier, so you guys at me. Anybody who doesn't talk to their family is just kind of weird. Okay. I can't cheer for him, but he's going to regress. He's going to regress. Is, this isn't a counseling session. Who cares? He's going to that. regress. He's going to have one left. He has no tar- He has no one to throw to. So, Rogers, Brady, Mahomes, Josh Allen. Uh, don't don't say Lamar Jackson, please. Don't say Lamar Jackson. No, 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 no. I, I'll Tyler. put Deshaun over there. <laughs> um, Baker. Russ was the fifth one. Mm. He's kind of a diva too. Russ has that prestige around him, but I don't know. It's hard to answer that question like without thinking about who I'd rather have because I don't think I'd rather have anyone. There's no love loss for the Seahawks. A prestige uh, throwing a pick in the Super Bowl is a lot of prestige. <laughs> a lot of prestige. But I mean, I'm look, Justin, Justin Herbert. I think anybody who says that they don't want him on their team is, is fooling themselves. Even the Packers, like every team you just listed, Steve, if they could have Herbert right now or their guy that they have right now, they would take Herbert. He's a young, oh, you, I, I think so. You're going to be building, I, I the Chargers are set, sure. they are set for quarterback for 15 years, 10 they, years. They, they, Lucas, if that's true, tell the Chargers GM to call Kansas City right now and talk about Mahomes. Okay. <laughs> I think that's, that's the one that's time true, it wouldn't. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's one. one. Mm-hmm. Maybe one. Uh, I think Tampa Bay is okay with uh, having two years of Brady versus 10 years of Herbert. I don't know about that one. And then Brady, 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 Brady will be playing. Uh, by the time Herbert retires, Brady will still be slinging it. Okay. That's probably true. That's honestly true. You know, Giselle's got him on that diet. You know, Joe. TB12, baby. He drinks, he drinks like 40 ounces of water an hour or something. He's just like, he's walking, walking around with a water jug. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. 
Go ahead, Razzle. Lucas, talk to me about the coaching staff. Is it a new coaching staff coming in? You know, you had a couple years of Anthony Lynn, a lot of disappointment, a lot of high hopes, and he really didn't meet the mark on a couple things. Talk to me about the coaching staff. Brandon Staley coming over to Rams. He did one year as a defensive coordinator in L.A., coming from the Sean McVay coaching tree. Uh, one thing I, I, I read or heard about a couple weeks ago, Joe Lombardi coming in as offensive coordinator, coming from the Saints, and is planning on running the Saints offense you know, out in San Diego. Talk to me about how things have been going uh, in preparations for the season and, and, and what you think this offense will do for, for Justin Herbert. Mm, I like that a lot. Um, I think I, Brandon Staley just brought analytics to the game. The Chargers being under Anthony Lynn for the past couple of years kind of felt more of a, more of a team that like boring, was boring, under, bo- boring. And, and Anthony yeah. Lynn's coaching style predictable. Was, was well, it wasn't even about the game plan. He was more of there to like really just kind of change the culture and help people build relationships and be a coach's player or player's coach. And I think he turned the table as far as like getting people to buy in. But, but we had one of those two named Jay Gruden. Got a lot done. Yeah. yeah right. Got a lot of nothing done. Got a lot done. Go ahead, yeah, yeah. Lucas. Club Jay. Yeah. That's what it felt like. And then Brandon Staley's like something like new, fresh air, right? He's, he brings such an analytical aspect to it. Um, I like the fact that. He made sure uh, we have a new regimen as far as strength training and coming out of the preseason and offseason healthy was like is the biggest plus for the Chargers right now. I don't think there's um, anyone debating that. So that was that is a breath of fresh air. And then as far as the offense and Joel Lombard, I think it's going to be a lot of Austin Eckler um, getting yep. him getting him involved first. Uh, huge step. I think he's severely underrated as far as running the ball. I think that's going to maybe shock a lot of people. He's going to be their Kamara type back for sure. And then. Uh, Keenan Allen, best route run in the game. I hope that that rubs off of Josh Palmer for sure because he looks kind of like the second out, uh, second coming to Keenan Allen. That little version of him. He yeah, looks I, really good. So I'm just I'm just ready to see this team uh, kind of have an imposing attack. If they could have just different skill sets, right? Eckler in the passing running game. You have a crisp route runner. You have a deep threat like Mike Williams, and then whoever could fill up that third slot with whatever uh, talent they got. I, I just think that. Uh, it just might it just might be tough to match up against this team, and that's what I hope that they're going for matchup wise. Well, hopefully starting in week two because we want Washington <laughs> to get that that win in the first week. Let's uh, let let's make some predictions here. So we we've got I've got them winning. Razzle's got them winning. You, Lucas, also have them winning. And Stevie, Steve, are you willing to walk back that loss? Or are you still on the loss on the L? And Lucas convinced me the team sucks. So yeah. I'll- walking back all right great so we're going we're going four across then all, all wins how about scores because we like to bet a little bit too i think the line is set at 51 razzle you do a quick check uh, for me I'll, I'll check it for you right now i think it's it, 51 lucas made a good point correct me if i'm wrong you think this could be a shootout no i didn't i, didn't say, I think it could be one of the better right, matchups of week of week one okay. uh, i think washington defense is too good stevie they're too good for a shootout i don't think so yeah, so <laughs> we've, we've made that point abundantly clear. Steve hates hey, defense. Can, can we bring Lucas back when they're you know 17th in the league in defense? Can we bring him back? Oh man, yeah, you could definitely bring him back. We can bring him back on Sunday after the game when we do the post game. We, okay. we, we could do a little crosstalk between the two podcasts if we need to. Razzle, what's the line? Tell me the line. I'm pulling it up right now. I think it's 51 or 51. to authenticate my location every time I log in. I know, so, FanDuel, making sure you're in Virginia. Yeah. Uh, the line, Chargers are uh, favored by a point. Uh, oh, the over-under is 44.5. and a half. I'm I taking the over. the over. I'm going yeah. over that total. Yep. Razzle, you're with me on the over. Lucas, where are you on that? Yeah, I'm with on the over for sure. 
Stevie, put that, let's put it in right now. All right, oh. let's go. Put it in the put it in put it in Razzle. Put it in. I'll put, put the in. over and I'm taking the skins. So that way, uh sorry, the can you look up team. look up the prop lines too, if you don't mind, for Gibson and for Eckler. Let's see, let's see what they got Eckler. I'd like to see what his yards from scrimmage because I I'm probably gonna take the over on whatever they've got him at as well. Because I do believe that they he will he will be um he will be utilized, I think, very much in that Alvin Kamara role. I think he's gonna see I don't know. What do you think, Lucas? Fifty-two and a half. touches, fourteen touches. What do you got, Razzle? Fifty-two oh, and a half over under. Fifty-two and a half total yards. Uh, no, just rushing. Right. Oh, over. I think you can. I think you'll get seventy, maybe seventy-five. All Lucas, right, let's put them all in. Yeah, I would agree with that for sure. They're going to get them at least twenty touches, to be honest. Twenty. Uh, okay. Okay. Rushing touches or yeah. mixed touches. I'm saying at least twenty rushing. They got to. I don't oh, think they're definitely, uh, definitely put that in then. Definitely yeah. put that one in. What's you want to look at? How about Gibson? Fitzpatrick? Let, let's look. How about Fitzpatrick passing yards? Two by the way, Stevie. By the way, Stevie. Can I can I just tell you some of the thousand yard receivers that played with Fitzpatrick that you keep <laughs> pooing on? Would you like me to give you a rundown? Yeah, a couple bucks, guys. Right? Like you're looking at Steve guy. Johnson, Devontae Parker, Eric Decker, DeAndre Hopkins, Fred. He played in Houston. My guy Fred Jackson. He's played everywhere. He's literally. He was in Tampa, didn't he? Play with Mike. Uh, he's going to go straight into coaching because he's played everywhere. He knows everything. So, he what are the thoughts around the pod in the podcast around here uh, about Fitzpatrick? Like, do you guys think he's going to be consistent throughout the year? Or? No, he will be he's, consistently himself. He's, he's going to be. Yeah, he's going to be the same guy he's been all his career, and the reason why he's been bounced around from every different team. He's gonna have his highs. He's gonna have his lows. But he's a filler for us until but, we hold on. Oh, but well, he he started off great in Miami last year. He did, and it was I, the ownership. They, he he got benched because of the the clamoring for Tua, not because he he got. I mean, he he wasn't outplayed by Tua. And I want to see the same thing happened in Tampa. There was just constant noise to put Jameis in. It wasn't because he wasn't performing. That's many years ago. But this is this is. I mean, that is the opposite of what's happening right now in Washington. He has no competition here, right? He shouldn't be looking uh, over his shoulder. What are, no, no sooner than Heineke. No, no. He- Heineke. Listen, Heineke was an awesome story, but in, like, if we have to rely on him for more than like, I don't know, six quarters, no, <laughs> no way. Like, there's too, there's too much film. We're sleep on him, Joe. We're sleep on him, and if Fitzpatrick doesn't get off to a good start, fans will start. He will. Him. He will get off to a good start. This is this is a good team. This this team has more more offensive talent than Miami did last year, right? Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. I agree with that. Like, they don't have to be, he doesn't have to be reckless Fitzpatrick throwing, you know, just bombs left and right. But if Curtis Samuel can actually take the field and stretch one side and Terry can stretch the other, there should be a ton of dinks and like the dinks and dunks that get three yards on, you know, third and nine, they'll get, they'll get converted because there's just more offensive threats. I, 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 I don't know. I, I believe he's the right guy. He's the right guy right now. What's ahead, the outlook for, for, for the Chargers this year? Are, are they a playoff team this year, Lucas? That's a good question. Lucas, how many games are they going to win? Maybe we look up that over and under two. Mm, yeah, skins I are think... eight and a half skins. The Washington football team was eight and a half wins, and we all we took the over. We have a bet in on Washington going well over. I think I think nine, maybe 10 or 11 wins. How about the Chargers? Yeah, I would like to see them get back to like 10 and seven. That would be nice. Uh, the AFC is just so stacked. And then facing KC twice a year, I have – I have high expectations for the Broncos too. Like that their defense just looks incredible to me. I have like a bold prediction. My bold prediction for the season was they were going to break the, uh, 
the forced turnover record for most in a season. So, and that's like 66. I, it's, it's crazy. So I'm like, Oh, I don't even know if that was a good move, but, uh, and then also the Raiders are always a tough, tough, um, tough game. So it, I got them winning 10, 10 games though. I would like to see them try to go back in the playoffs, but that AFC is tough. I mean, why is everybody so, many... so scared of the chiefs? Yeah, why, 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 uh, I mean, why, why <laughs> they've played home. them tough. I, I don't think the chargers have been blown out by the chiefs. The Raiders get blown out by the chiefs. I don't. The I think the Chargers are the most competitive. To even leave in the last two yeah, years, they, the yeah. Chargers have all the games they've played have been close. I have a, I have a like a just a random question because Lucas, it seems like you've been following this team for a long, long time. What, what's your general opinion of like Philip Rivers? Like, if you if you're going to summarize mm. his career, like how how is he amongst you know like you know Chargers fans, lifelong Chargers fans? Like how? Oh, what do you well, think of when you think Philip Rivers? Among like lifelong diehard fans, I think it's he's kind of polarizing sometimes but um through twitter world they seem to really love him i i love him i and the thing was 2007 i was like nine years old in 2007 when he uh played on the torn acl in the afc championship and that like like that's like a core memory for me as a child so like i have to die hard for this guy like i will go to war for philip rivers that's how i feel so um it's just unfortunate i think he just was wasted career um the organization kind of failed him that's how i feel uh, he probably didn't get good draft picks and, and offensive line was probably the worst for most of his career. So I don't think he got like a fair shake as far as like the, like the 2004 class, him, Roethlisberger and Eli, uh, I think Rivers is the best. If you just look at individual, just, I, I would. That's a homer take, Luke. We'll lead with that on the, on Twitter. <laughs> That's wow. fine. Wow, that makes, that makes Joe's uh, fourteen and, and three uh, prediction uh, look uh, decent. Adam sixteen on, and zero until you told me there were seventeen games. I, I forgot about the <laughs> I forgot about the extra game. Lucas, when when are we going to see the powder blues come out? Oh, they just dropped the uh, the schedule today. I think it's only for one game against the. They dropped the navy blues against the Patriots, which I like because it reminds me of that old playoff game. But they only have one game against with that. I'll get back to you for that. The powder blues, best jerseys in sports. I think the Titans yeah. rock that color that color too. I mean, it looks better on the on the Chargers, but the Titans when they do that, I don't know. Does the NFL still do that, Steve? On Thursdays, the the color rush uniforms. Oh, well, they did it last. It was season, so gimmicky. Any anything to make gimmicky. us watch Thursday football games. Which Almost as gimmicky as uh, the Redskins homecoming game. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, the we went for year game. after year after year, right? Year after year after year. You know? Reset section 327. That's right. That's Pissed right. Never thousands forget. of dollars. Hashtag never forget. Any <laughs> oh, they're final bringing questions? Out the, uh, sorry, they're bringing out the, the Blues in uh, for six games, so there's quite a few. Oh, wow. Well, we won't see them on Sunday. But not this week, right? Not this week. No, white. Assuming it's a home uh, jersey. Yeah. Okay, so we all got them winning. It sounds like the Book of Bets has been updated with a, a number of overs as well. Uh, did we get the Fitzpatrick over, Razzle? It was 263 and a half. I'm going over. Uh, we'll wait. I might nick that one. Okay. Lucas, are you over or under that one? I wouldn't uh, touch that one. Like The Chargers have a lot of upside on that defense. So, Steve, uh, are you with me? Tough. Over? No. Yeah, I think it'll be more high scoring than everyone on here thinks. All right. So, we agree we should be okay on the on the point spread. We got the, we got the Washington football team winning. And then we'll see from there. I mean, if if our predictions hold, then these will be two of the more competitive teams in the NFC and the AFC, you know, pushing for 9-10 wins. 
should be a fun game. I'm I'm just excited for football to be back. Uh, hopefully, you know, you know, stand like stands full of people. I mean, if anybody watched any amount of college football this weekend, totally different. I mean, it, I almost forgot what it was like to see a packed, you know, Lane Stadium, you know, or or even even Maryland, like not a football powerhouse by any means. Just totally different atmosphere when you actually have fans there and it's not piped in sound, um, you know, to simulate. So that that should be a lot of fun. Lucas, thank you very much for making time to uh, join the podcast. For everyone listening, you can find him, the Ultimate Football Fan Podcast. You can search for that on Twitter. I'm going to assume, why don't you go ahead and plug it so I don't get it wrong. Go ahead. Yeah, you guys can follow um, on Twitter, tough underscore podcast. And uh, yeah, we've been covering all 32 teams and then a little bit more in-depth chargers and, of course, fantasy and bidding. Where give us the uh, give us the the handle for Spotify? Where's the podcast? Where do we where can we find the podcast? You can find it oh on Spotify and Apple and YouTube. You just type Tough Podcast and should be the first one. Fantastic! So follow, find Lucas and follow him at Sugar Free Lucas. My name is Joe. Thank you, Stevie, for making time. Thank you, Razzle, for making time. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Washington football team goes into Week One with comes out of Week One with a victory. All four of us are on board with that. Get your bets in before the lines adjust. For now, we are signing off. You can find us at Defeating the Curse, Spotify, Google Play, Apple, and pretty much everywhere else, and very soon, YouTube as well. Thank you, Lucas. Thank you, Razzle. Thank you, Stevie. My name is Joe. This is the end of the podcast. We are out.